0: Welcome to Millennium Live, a Digital Diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. It seems as if now more than ever, businesses are utilizing the power of video. If you're looking for an effective video solution, you can look no further than Panopto. Enterprise video made easy. Eric Burns, the CEO of Panopto, joins Millennium Live to discuss how video has become the leading core communication tool especially in a world where everything has gone virtual.
1: Thanks for joining us today, Eric.
0: Hey Katie, thanks for having me.
1: Before I jump in and start asking you questions, do you mind just giving us a little background of Panopto?
0: Yeah, it, we're a company that focuses on helping anyone share knowledge using video. We build a video platform that helps everybody from content creators making recordings of presentations and classes to institutions building big, big video libraries all the way out to uh, students and learners and employees who are watching these videos. And um, we, we started as a spinoff from Carnegie Mellon University back in 2007, and uh, we've been at it ever since.
1: Wow. So when I tend to think of video, I think maybe more YouTube. So what is video in the workplace?
0: Yeah, the, the, I suppose the biggest difference between the way that people uh, use YouTube and the way that people think about video inside the workplace is that YouTube is, first, it's for entertainment. Um, not for sort of sharing information, which is that really determines a lot of the way that you design a user interface and design workflows. And second, it's all public. Um, It's all meant to, you know, it's ad supported, it's meant to keep your attention. And those two things make it, you know, kind of a very distinct experience as a user from what you see inside an organization, which is more, it's a private library. And typically it focuses on business or education scenarios, usually that involve communicating some information. So it's information, not entertainment, and it's typically private, not public. That's one of the big distinctions.
1: So, how exactly does Panopto help organizations that you work with overcome communication challenges? And do you think there's a specific story of a customer that you could give?
0: I think a, a great example is Qualcomm. They're kind of a, a you know sort of a classic large organization, knowledge industry um, sort of ideal Panopto customer. And um, the the way we think of I guess the the problem space is that there is this positive feedback loop between people that have information and create videos to help share that and then people that are looking for that information. And so one of the ways to think about how we help an organization like Qualcomm is that we both sort of light up the the set of people that can share their information by giving them an easy way to record video. And, and by the way, you know, that, that here in 2020, that kind of feels like a commodity, but um, it's actually very hard for most people to go from, I want to record my screen and my talking head, and I want to share it with somebody, to I've made something that I'm proud of. So we help people solve that problem in really easy ways that are sort of not scary, and you know, anybody can learn quickly. And then the, the big part of what we do is we consolidate all that video that people are making and sharing into a searchable library. And so uh, we like to say that you know if you're recording 100 hours of video a year, you have a recording problem. But if you're recording 10,000 hours of video a year, you have a search problem. And so we sort of exist to solve both problems, but you know that something is working well when the way that people think about video is that they type in kind of a Google style search query and they're watching the exact part of the video that's relevant to them. So in a sense, that's what Qualcomm is buying. It's a searchable library of its own IP.
1: That's great. So you had mentioned how video is a commodity this year. And so I'm going to bring up the hot topic of the entire year, which is COVID-19. Do you think your customers' needs or wants have shifted this year?
0: I think it's in a way it reinforces trends that are already in place. So there is already kind of a shift towards video in a way being the new document. And I think one of the the sort of COVID effects is that it has forced everybody to reckon with what it would be like to do your job entirely virtually. And as it turns out, you know, it's not great. There are, there are a lot of ways that it's different from and less than, you know, doing things together in person. Um, but one thing that it's proven is that it's also not scary. And a lot of people can do it. And it's it's basically pretty effective. So I guess that that kind of revelation that everybody can do this, that's the biggest transformation that we've seen. But, you know, again, it, it's taken a, a, a decade plus of an existing trend and sort of accelerated it.
1: Yeah, of course, because we all immediately went from working to a complete virtual yeah. workforce. I mean, look at you and me right now.
0: Yeah. And, and overnight. I mean, I, I think, honestly, we should all be pretty proud of ourselves. This is <laughs> This is something that most organizations thought wouldn't be possible. And, you know, collectively, we did it almost overnight.
1: Right, so I know that you are a co-founder of the organization. Do you think that over the past ten years your problems have changed with technology?
0: Wow, you know I, I when I think back to the the start of the company, I mean we predated the iPhone, uh, we predated the cloud, um, at least in the way that people think of it today, and, and the rise of social networks. and so you know I, I think It's kind of hard to say, you know, to transfer that world to today. But I think one of the biggest changes that we've seen is that, you know, everything happens in a web browser now. People just assume that they're one click away from doing part of their workflow or, uh, you know, in our case, click in your web browser and you're recording a video. And that is a major technology that's like a generational shift from people installing programs to people, you know, just using things casually on the web. Um, And I'd say that's that's one of the the biggest changes that we've seen, I guess.
1: Okay, I would agree. So, you know, I keep bringing up these hot topics and I would say the next one is probably security. Mm -hmm. So as more are flowing from video to meetings and even more, how has that impacted the technology security wise?
0: I mean, you know, security is one of those things that you, you, I guess, shouldn't have to think about. So somebody should think a lot about it, and everybody else shouldn't have to think about, you know, how they how they do the right thing. And so, you know, if, if you want to roll out something that is going to succeed at keeping content secure, you have to make it easy and automatic. And so, um, the the greatest challenge. Uh, so I should back up and say that Panopto integrates with Zoom, and and uh, we're on our way to kind of all of the major um, unified communication platforms in being able to take the record button in these tools and make it a record to Panopto button. Mm-hmm. And the thing that people want the most out of that, beyond just it has to work, the, the video has to come over, it has to be valuable and, and uh, work well, is they want it to go to the right place. And the right place means you know, a repository, in a lot of cases, that is secure by default. That you know, if I'm in the marketing team and uh, I'm preparing something for the executive team, only the marketing team and the executive team should be able to see that thing that I'm preparing. Nobody else should accidentally encounter it. And you can't ask people to kind of, you know, continually think about this and maintain these, these security systems themselves. You have to automate everything. Um, and so the, the thing that we've seen a lot is people start to record, you know, and some of our customers, they're recording 100,000 hours of meetings a year. Um, and if you do that, you know, automation is the only thing that will save you. you. You have to put things in the right place. And the right place means a place that is secure when you, when you drop a video off there.
1: You mentioned how you're working with Zoom. So now that mostly all meetings are happening over video, whether it's Zoom or Skype or another platform, how has that impacted your business?
0: It, I think it is it is clarified uh, the degree to which having a place to store, playback, and search videos is absolutely mission critical. I think there you know there are a lot of organizations that have kind of taken a sort of a slow roll or sort of a laggard approach to yeah yeah we're sure we're recording a few meetings and we have some training content over here and we've got this thing in Dropbox and this other thing in SharePoint and I guess you know that that is really no longer uh, feasible for a lot of organizations and so. I think that the two stages that an organization goes through, you know, in this, this environment uh, where all this video is being created is first the consolidation stage. Just, you know, avoiding sprinkling little bits of information in, in a lot of different systems where nobody can find it. And then second, really focusing again on, on search. You know, y- if you hit a certain threshold of making lots of stuff, the only way that you can really engage with a library of a certain size is to search it.
1: So speaking of search, with all this content that's being created, and it's probably so much more than before, how do you make sure that people can find what they're looking for?
0: You, you have to take video and make it into something that is intrinsically searchable. And you know, if you think of video, it's basically a big uh, multi-gigabyte file. Like if you're you know, recording something with your iPhone, you have this massive file. And it has no way to tell you what is in that. The file itself can't tell you what words people spoke or if there was a a screen in the video, what words were on the screen. Can't tell you what concepts are important. It has no no sense of timeline. And so the way that we make video searchable is to apply a lot of artificial intelligence and automation. We recognize every word that people say in uh, most of the major world languages. If you're capturing your screen and a word appears on it, we uh, OCR that so we can search by things on the screen. But, you know, what, what people are expecting is that instant gratification of I type in my search query and we don't take you to the video. Um, it's, you know, it's very frustrating if, you know, let's say that you watched a TED Talk and there was just this incredible line in there and, you know, you run a search and it takes you to the TED Talk and it's an hour long. You're like, well, I guess I'll just sort of hunt around until maybe I get lucky and I find this thing. But what people really want is that instant gratification of you type in the, the concept or the term and then the speaker says that thing. And if you can't deliver that, um, you know, people won't, they will find it to be very um, costly in terms of time to get the information they want. So, you know, a lot of what we're trying to solve is basically just accelerating the process of getting from, I need to find this thing in some video to, okay, now I'm watching the right part of the video.
1: So it seems that video might be becoming a core communication tool, especially in the corporate world. Do you think that maybe you'll see Panopto shifting to a full communication suite solution such as email, web conferencing, chat? What do you think?
0: I think we're a video company to our core. We, we don't seek to replace something like SharePoint or Google Drive. You know, we also, uh, our ambitions are not to, you know, supplant Zoom or, or WebEx as the way that people have live conversations. There is an enormous amount of uh, stuff that people do that isn't synchronous. So we're having a synchronous conversation. There's a huge amount of valuable information that people want to, to reach that's asynchronous, where you're just watching videos on demand. And so, you know, I think uh, one of our university customers put it really well. They described Panopto as being part of the holy trinity of business continuity during the pandemic. And in their case, that consists of Zoom and Instructure Canvas, which is the learning management system. That's also the place where you can store the documents and have the chat and, you know, kind of everything that isn't video. And then, of course, the, the third pillar of that is Panopto. And we're sort of the glue between those two systems.
1: I'm sure that was a great thing for you to hear. You must have been very happy.
0: We were very pleased, yeah.
1: So what would you say to someone who might try to take baby steps into video through Dropbox or Google Drive or even Zoom's cloud storage?
0: I think it's sort of, you know, beware the, the law of unintended consequences. Video is sort of a, an onion of a problem. Um, once you solve the immediate problem in front of you, that creates a new, more complicated problem, and it kind of goes from there. And so a lot of the organizations that we work with, they they began taking these kinds of baby steps. And they wound up in kind of, I guess you kind of say, information retrieval bankruptcy. They, they no longer know what they have. They can't find what they have. No one knows where to go. Things are not secure. And, and that problem arises just by people you know, doing things incrementally. And so I guess you know, the, the best advice I can give is plan what the dream looks like five years out and figure out what things you would need to support that kind of dream. And I think for a lot of organizations, it comes back to that first question that you asked, which is, you know, what is what does a corporate YouTube look like? And a corporate YouTube is, you know, it's it's consolidated and it's searchable and it's really easy to use. And I think if you take your eye off the ball of those and you focus on the immediate problem as an organization, it can back you into a corner that can be you know, expensive and painful to get out of.
1: Thank you so much for being here, Eric. This was a great interview. I hope that maybe we could see each other in person one day, although I know that video is for you. So it was great meeting you and hope to see you again.
0: Likewise. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out some of our other episodes exclusively on Digital Diary.